Imagine, you just got home from work, dinner is ready, wine is chilled, and your man has offered you 15 minutes of heaven in the form of a foot massage. And then he says, Your red light therapy session is now complete. What just happened? You found your escape at Palm Beach Tan. Break from the chaos at a Palm Beach Tan near you and leave rejuvenated. Take time for yourself at Palm Beach Tan and take that feeling with you wherever you go. New red light therapy now available featuring Australian gold. Perfect man, not included. Fluffy bread, fresh tortillas, classic burger buns, and so many carbs. Carb fear is real. But Hero Bread makes healthier versions of the carb-heavy favorites we love the most. We're talking fewer calories, 0 to 2 grams net carbs, 0 grams of sugar, and seriously great taste. Plus more of the dietary fiber and protein you want. No compromise. Don't skip out on your favorites. Just use Hero Bread. Get 10% off your order at Hero.co with code Hero10 at checkout. That's Hero10 at H-E-R-O dot C-O. There's no place to escape to. This is the last podcast. On the left. <laughs> That's when the cannibalism started. What was that? What does it mean when your throat turns to blood? Yeah. That's fine. That's what you want. <laughs> I mean, usually the consumption. You're going to die like an Irishman. I thought it was love was in the air. That's <laughs> yeah, possible. Love is in the air. I'm all right. Every ready time to go. I yeah. look uh, around. Mm, that's Marcus. I'm Ben. And then we got over there uh, to the guy to the left. All American say, uh, Henry Zabrowski. It's May 1st. It's my birthday. Happy yeah. birthday, Henry Zabrowski. Happy birthday. Uh, we found out Lord. that it's the second most important uh, Illuminati holiday today that definitely mm. involves human sacrifice. Because no you gotta. You gotta do it. Also, we got the maypole thing, which there's nothing I like better than a big, long stick in a field. All the little boys and the girls are wrapping their ribbons around a big old stick. Mm-hmm. And they just want to climb up it. Oh, mommy, can I get it in my mouth? I mean, I don't know. I don't understand <laughs> how the stick ejaculates. Is that what the Maypole ceremony is? Usually yeah. it's a bunch of fat, naked chicks just dancing around a pole. I'm there. <laughs> this is the second anniversary. Now, why is it the second most important day for the Illuminati? It's the end of the uh, winter equinox. Ah, yeah. I see. Spring equinox. It's the end. It's the end of the spring equinox. I yeah. It's the beginning of the spring equinox. Is it? I think. No, the end of spring is near, <laughs> my friend. Although it's a it naked chick holiday. No, no, no. It's spring. A- the equinox is just the beginning of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the spring equinox is just fairly short. Well, either way, if you're going to kill, kill today because the Illuminati because will be Because it's happy. extra special. It gets extra report. I mean, you're not going to listen to this podcast today, mm-hmm. but if you were, just know, I just hope you're at home doing something bad. Yeah, That's I mean, it's the highest day of the Druidic Witches calendar. And it's also called Walpurgis Night. Yeah. Ooh, Walpurgis yeah. Night. Another fat chick holiday. Oh, I definitely. love them. I love them. Oh, yeah. I'm one of them. I, I consider myself an honorary fat lady today. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> and let me ask you, Andrew, did you do your fire sacrifice on April 19th? Well, I mean, I made some eggs. That'll work. <laughs> That'll That's work. Fine. That's fine. All I mean, right. So go out there and murder, and uh, that goes well with today's topic. We're going to dip our feet into the serial killer game again, I'm ladies so and gentlemen. Mm. Love um, serial killer episodes. So today, today's episode came off of a specific story that Marcus sent me um, that it, it is... 
It's pretty wonderful. Today's topic is serial killers who think there are vampires. It happens. And yeah. it's like, if you look on the internet, I like literally, like after this story, I just Google searched serial killers who think they are vampires. It's like a million hits. Oh, yeah. I mean, they all think they're vampires. Sure, why but it's, would it's, they? It's, some of them are more specific than the other ones, mm-hmm. just because they love to just like... Get up in an abdomen and like slurp up the blood. Are we what blaming? Are we blaming the no, Twilight no, 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 franchise no, 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 no. and things like that on this? Is there a new resurgence? No. Is the vampire hip? Is the vampire cool? That is cool? an insult. I don't when know. You Let hear the right these one stories, in. Very popular movie. If, yeah. if Robert Pattinson met Richard Templeton Chase, mm-hmm. he would not have a penis anymore. That's for certain. And he definitely would fucking cut open his stomach and play with his guts a whole bunch. Yeah. And he'd pop out his eyes. So he's a different kind of vampire. Different kind of vampire. Also, what you're going to find with, with specific vampire killings is that... Um, you're disorganized killers, not mm-hmm. organized killers. Like on the whole, you would they think like they to get would in be there. more organized. No, no, no. They like to get in. They like to play with the blood. And the other thing is, okay. I was I was watching a really interesting interview with a criminologist who was also saying there is there's a a twofold school on uh, serial killers that are also like some are act based and some are process-based, mm-hmm. and some of them just like the urge, like once they're so done killing. So what's an act-based serial killer? Act-based is just someone who kills somebody, and then that's it. The big thrill wasn't killing them. Oh, okay. And then uh, process-based is someone who likes, you know, you know, makes the body, you know, like a marionette puppet and plays with its balls for an hour. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like yeah. one of the ones, yeah, you're like, wears the head as a mask and like sure. walks around, goes to 7-Eleven and be like, I'd like a pack of cigarettes because he quit a year ago, but right. the head says that he could smoke again. He's the kind of guy who would put a dress on a chihuahua. Yes. You know, he just yes. likes to dress him up yeah, and play around with the dolls. Dogs to parades. Sure, sure. I mean, a lot of people own dogs, but not all of them make them, not all of them dress them like Audrey Hepburn for Halloween. Breakfast at Tiffany's. She's beautiful. I love that dog. Um, all right, so do we want to get in with Mr. Cross? Or we want to start with him. Is he no, the most I want to start with the story that killer? Marcus. Let's do this the story that Marcus sent that mm-hmm. started the whole thing. Okay. Yes. And his name is Marcus Wesson. Oh. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> the connection's made. Uh, and he is a large black man, as oh. people named Marcus should be. Yeah. That's true. People named Marcus should not be skinny white men. I don't know. I think the skinny white men could be named anything they want. Because <laughs> we took this country. That's a different program, <laughs> we, everybody. It's not, that's a different show. Uh, yeah. And come on, Henry. We, we skinny white men. You're not part no, of the no, club. Yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm special in this room. Marcus Jordan Parks. Yes. In a little bit more African-American sounding. Yes, it is. <laughs> so Marcus Wesson, he was he was a David Koresh type of guy, but on a very small scale. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. yeah Literally yeah. six inches tall. <laughs> <laughs> He's a wee mic. one. Yeah. He was actually- If you could hear me, you would believe what I'm saying to you. If you could just hear me up there- you wouldn't believe hey, me. Uh, could you drop like a little bit of that English muffin? Uh, just a, mm. a small crumb. God, I'm hungry. <laughs> well, in fact, he was described in many of the accounts that I read of him as corpulent. Oh, uh, okay. so he's fat. Yeah, yeah, 300 pounds. He must have been Three- celebrating May Day. Yeah. <laughs> his girlfriends. <laughs> Come that, at me, girls. Well, no, no girls wanted to be with His him. girlfriends were his children. Ah, uh, okay, so he had yeah. sex with his children. He had sex with all of his children, yeah. well, all of the daughters at okay. the very least. His connection to vampires was that he was a big Christian, a gigantic Christian. However, okay. he did write his own homemade Bible that involved Jesus Christ being a vampire. He loved vampires. He put <laughs> vampires into the Bible story. All right, I can see that working <laughs> out well, much. though. And he said the connection between Jesus Christ and vampiras is that he <laughs> is that they are both immortal, mm-hmm. therefore they're the same. Beautiful hair. And they're hair. both like badass. Yeah. 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 Beautiful yeah. hair, badass people. 
Jesus had people drink his blood. Oh, yeah. Loved I mean, it. that's the communion with the body. I mean, I can see the connection there. But he had and, his like. And you go through some of the do details. Do we know? Did yeah. Jesus drink any of his own blood? I mean, at one point, possibly he was a wild guy. All right. Yeah. No, no, he was just hanging around like, with a bunch. Oh, of I can't of believe that these guys are drinking my blood. Oh. This is fucking great. I'm feeling oh. a little dizzy over here. Like Matthew Lillard at the end of Scream. I'm fucking dying. I'm getting woozy, man. <laughs> Jesus, maybe you should stop serving everybody your blood. You need that to live. Oh shit, man! Oh my dad was God, man. Oh. Well, Marcus, Mr. even... a real fat dude just comes in, may I have more blood, please? Oh, you gotta be kidding me. Henry, you're <laughs> killing me, Henry. You're killing me, Henry. Marcus Wesson loved vampires so much that he gave himself and his children vampire names. Okay. Yeah. His yeah. vampire name was J-Vam Mark Suspire. <laughs> he sounds like a fashion designer. That's not a name. And his, some of his children's vampire names... Uh, Jeva Saint Vlad Vladinspivery, that okay. Vladinspivery, Vladinspivspri. Yeah, that, that's. I'm a- gonna give myself a vampire name. Okay, what are you gonna go with? Count Chocula. <laughs> that's already been taken, I think, yeah. by the uh, yeah, Nestle yeah. Corporation. Or oh. the, uh, and he started going with the is. saints: Marshy Saint Christopher, Ethan Saint Laurent, Sedona Vadra. They just sound French. Yeah, yeah they all yeah, sound yeah, really just, French. He just read Anne Rice. Yeah, yeah. too much. Well, he started uh, way back in the day in 1974 when okay. he married a woman named Elizabeth, who was 13 years his no. He married a woman named Rose Solorio, who was mm-hmm. 13 years her senior and already had eight children herself. Yeah, he ah. just married this old woman for some reason. Yeah, well, I think it's for the kids. Yeah, but then when Solorio's daughter Elizabeth was 14 and Wesson was 27, he decided he needed a little bit of that young action and impregnated her. Yeah. Uh, which was the first of many children okay. that he impregnated. And he just started fucking all over the place. So it I forgot like what it was. Stuff. He, he said that when he was having sex with them, he's like, I'm just giving you some love and I'm giving you some yeah, proper that's loving. What, that's yeah, what they say. That, yeah, that's what they always say. Yeah. yeah, he's just saying that I'm bringing you closer to me. And No one ever loved me that much. Nope, no yeah. one ever wanted You're to touch still- you. So bitter about that. So, <laughs> uh, so it sounds like he was just your run-of-the-mill pedophile. What separates himself? What makes him a vampire? Well, it. I mean, he is not a. Va- he is not. That's the thing about it is that he himself did not believe that he was a vampire. He was merely obsessed with him. Okay. But continuing on with the story is that he started taking his brood all around the California area. They lived on a tugboat for a while. That's kind of, kind of fun. Is he yeah, the world's greatest dad. Yeah, yeah. Might they be. they lived in an army tent out in the woods. That's fun. For a little while. You tell them you're camping. Until they finally settled on a school bus in front of a commercial uh, building. Oh, well, they're just kind of a weird family. (laughs) That's that's the odd Would you love to be the 17-year-old working at the Blockbuster the day and the manager goes, it's like, um, Jeffrey, could you go tell that school bus to leave? You need to go out there and you need to tell them to stop parking that school bus outside. You know, I can't do it. I'm uh, I'm too busy, uh... Labeling tapes. He's <laughs> <laughs> a seventeen-year-old going up to be like, um, "Excuse me, Mister. Uh, uh, I know that you're a vampire family, um, but <laughs> if you could uh, move your mobile home, um, <laughs> that would be really great for us." Well, he owned the commercial space. 
but he preferred the school bus. <laughs> and then the cops yeah. came and said, listen, man, you can't live in a school bus. You can't live in a school you bus. You got to go inside. Well, the thing is, is that they Why said that you- Why can't you live in a school bus? It's not that you can't live in a school bus, because obviously you can. Yeah. Because <laughs> they were. Yeah. You yeah. Know, but you shouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's a bus. It's not a house. Well, they're a vampire family. They have different needs. I mean, yeah. it would be fun. This bus is not a house. Yeah. This bus is not a house. <laughs> and, then and then when- she runs out, she slowly slams the door, but like it's- <laughs> The school bus door. <laughs> and so when they moved into the house, that is when uh, I really want to just say his full name, Javan Marxus Pire. Uh huh. <laughs> that's when he decided it was time to go a looking for coffins. Because oh, okay. that's yeah, he bought a bunch of coffins because he was also keep. He, it was the same thing. It was like the Koresh thing where yeah. it's like you know when the shit comes down, everyone's got to kill themselves. And he you yeah, you want to give them? You want to tell the rest of the story? Yeah, 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 yeah. He yeah, he had strict instructions to the kids or to his younger or to all of his kids. It's like, all right, you shoot the one youngest to you. Okay. And yeah, they all had guns. Yeah, and they, they also dressed in like burka outfits. But then the youngest one lives. Yeah. And, and well, <laughs> well, they um, they went on like this for years. The he started. Kids. He he would wait until the kids were eight or nine before he started molesting them. First, That's he nice. Give he, him a breather. Give, give him a, a little bit of time before. Yeah. And they were his adoring geishas. They washed his dreadlocks, and he had some gnarly dreadlocks. Okay. They scratched nice. his armpits and belly and did his beckoning. Uh, man, you know. Sounds like a dream just, world for you, Henry. It just sounds nice. Yeah. It doesn't and he, sound that bad. And he justified all this. He would read them passages from the Bible in which a man would take multiple wives, mm-hmm. and he'd tell them, God wants a man to have more than one wife. But he didn't say anything about you know children, of course. I yeah. mean, no, yeah, not his own children. Yeah. Sure, sure. Yeah. And, and they were, of course, and he was fascinated with David Koresh when that whole thing was going down. They were just glued to the TV, and you know, he was that. saying, like, this is how the world is attacking God's people. This man is just like me. He is making children for the Lord, and that's what we should be doing, making children for the Lord. Yeah. So two of these kids escaped. Okay. Two of them escaped. They got the fuck out of there, but they left their incest the babies. Emergency exit. Just yeah. Back of the bus. <laughs> like hit that. And they left their uh, kids behind. Some of their incest babies. They left them behind. Okay. So there were rumors going around that Jedvam Marxus Pire was going to be taking the whole family to Washington. So these two women went to the house, and they said, give me Turn back my kids. Out for a real <laughs> stinky bus. Yeah. It's like the movie Mr. Smith goes to Washington, right. but with a vampire incest-ridden family. I like his filibustering <laughs> skills. Oh, of course. When he fucked his nine-year-old in front of us, <laughs> we knew Santa was real. Mm-hmm. All the letters. So she goes, these two women go to the house, they team up, and they go and confront Wesson, and they say, we want our children back sure. and it starts to be this big to do so the cops get called oh yeah uh, and he starts you know and yeah, he's temperatures are running high you well, know mm-hmm. he's been fucking everybody for years yep. and he's st- but he's staying calm stone-faced the entire time and then suddenly he just backs away and slams the door the cops don't have any they say that they don't have any probable cause to go into the house and they're like and, he be fucking us yeah it's yeah. and this is another this is a definite cop incompetent story and yes. cops trying to cover their ass because a neighbor said that she heard gunshots but the cops said we didn't hear anything 
We didn't hear any gunshots. Well, that was the thing. They were also doing one of those silent disco things. They were all really (laughs) into that. They were all wearing the headphones and just, you know, like listening to the same song, but no one could hear anything. Mm -hmm. Well, they had to go back to their cars and go to the grocery store, get your garlic, get your cross. I mean, this is a very dangerous vampire type personality we're dealing with. You get some garlic, you get some basil, you get some pine nuts. Next thing you know, you're just having stew with the guy. (laughs) They bonded over a great, great onion soup. And so about 45 minutes later, Wesson comes back to the door, and he's just covered in blood. Uh, and yeah. one of the cops probable freaks cause. out. Now it's probable cause. One of the cops runs past him, and he goes into the back room, and he finds nine bodies stacked upon each other from youngest to oldest, youngest being one, oldest being 25. Okay. Uh, and it is said that the oldest, uh, her name was, let's see here, Sabrina. Uh, her Ooh. name was Sabrina Wesson. Uh, and or Sabrina April Wesson, twenty five. What was and her vampire name? April. Uh, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, she was the oldest, so it was before she he was really. The first, she was. She was really the first one. Around. So vampire. Yeah. Your name is vampire. April. <laughs> April vampire. And there were nine kids, all stacked from youngest to oldest, uh-huh. uh, with Sabrina on top. They had all been shot in the eye once. And this, in the prosecution, this I'll is a it. case that is very similar to Charles Manson because uh, Wesson's DNA was not on the gun. The uh, DNA on the gun was Sabrina. The gunpowder was on her hands. But because of the testimony from his other daughters that it escaped... The first degree murder charge was pe- was put on Wesson. I mean, it definitely should have been. Oh yeah, everybody you know? was dead though, right? Yeah, so every was every everybody yeah. was dead, and there were all kinds of weird things going on. Like uh, he had a son, uh, and some of the kids just started getting pregnant. And they just told him, like, oh, yeah, we uh, went down to the sperm bank and grabbed some uh, sperm. Oh, yeah, you said we and got, we got sperm. inseminated. We and, sperm uh, in There's a sperm bank robber on the loose. That's what I've been wanting I've to do for that. my daughters is just get them randomly pregnant with a bunch of loose sperm yeah. I got yeah. from the clinic. And yeah. and the women, even the even after he killed their children, the women, when they testified, they were like, you know, I totally understand what he did. Like, I don't, and one of them almost didn't testify because she said, I don't want him to be mad at me. Oh, Christ. he would be mad. He will be mad. Yeah. This he- guy needs to run for president. <laughs> yeah, everybody wants to make every, everybody wants to make him happy. Yeah, it's true. Instead of a good president. Yeah, and one of the women, you know, after she left, you know, she started seeing some of these girls get pregnant, and uh, her excuse of why she didn't ask who the fathers were, she said that her own mother had ten kids with three different men, and her Ah. sister had seven children with various men, and she considered it, quote, mean and rude to ask about fathers. It's a family tradition. Yeah, it is. It's not bad. Jesus Christ. Boy, the state of America. So, this this wasn't that long ago. This was, This was 2004. This was 2004. Four when okay. he killed all these kids. Yeah, so yeah. That, yeah, so that's right around the corner. It's still happening, guys. Oh yeah. Um. So that as soon as I heard that story, I was like, Ee-hee-hee. you were <laughs> because thrilled. that's what I do. I love stories like that. I was right. like, oh, vampires. It's like a vampires. Um. And there well, is a bunch of them. Did he drink their blood at all? He just gave them the no, name. No, he I was just he didn't into go vampires. That far with the vampire. No, but he gave them vampire names. Yeah, but that's, that's technically like, farther than the other ones it's went. It's slightly farther than not. But in terms didn't... of building like a story bible, you know what right. I mean? In terms of like if you're gonna make a, if you're gonna make like a, yeah. if he were to pitch that show to television, right? Yeah. Great reality television show. It is a wonderful vampire family. Show. Vampire I mean, family. They all sleep in coffins and they all the, fuck each other a lot. You get all the well, bed cams in there. Daddy comes into the nine year olds. Oh no, no, no! They didn't fuck each other. 
Uh, Wesson was the only one getting laid in that house. He separated the girls from the boys so as to not, so they would not have sexual thoughts about each other. That's great. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's what I'm nice. saying. Put him in a big house in South Beach. Sure, man, yeah. that's gonna be a great idea. Give him a bar, get him drunk every once in a while, see what happens. Mm-hmm. See, that's one thing that parents are missing these days is that children do fuck each other and they need to be separated. Well, I don't know if that's necessarily <laughs> always happening, and I don't think your dad is always a vampire either. Not always. But, not, but it can't no. happen. All right. So now we're on the vampire thought, and that led you down a bizarre rabbit hole, did it not, Henry? A rabbit hole that I'll never leave. You have to get out of it. Yeah. You immediately get out of you it. You really need to leave. Oh, blah. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I feel like that would make a, a, a you truly, don't have one of these vampires truly kill, like truly scary if he walked around going like, oh, yeah. I'm a vampire. Whoa. Um, so the first one I want to talk about. So I got deep into research last night. I was, yeah. go through, I was like, go th- watching this documentary on this guy, Richard Chase, which we're going to get to, who is uh, a demon who walked the earth for a little while. A true Do you want to go through clinical vampirism first? Yes. All right, clinical vampirism, also known as Rinfield syndrome, is an actual uh, diagnosable disease that psychologists do believe in, and they say what it comes from is that there is usually an event that happens before or during puberty where the child is excited in a sexual way by some event that involves blood injury or the ingestion of blood. At puberty, it becomes fused with sexual fantasies, and the typical person with Rinfield syndrome begins with auto-vampirism, meaning they began to drink their own blood, and then move on to other living creatures. They usually start with animals, of course, like oh, sure. all serial killers Is it bad that do. I'm hard? Yeah. No. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. No, 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 I disagree. Normal. I disagree. It bad. It's bad. I thought I'm more open-minded than you are. It's... <laughs> I'm approved. What can I say? Just, I'm approved. Yeah, I just want to meet the kid who just, like, constantly falls off his bike so he can... Uh, just so, I mean, like, uh, just I always just injures himself Like, with everybody hard. else, it's just sometimes I just want to cut open a cow's head and just put my dick in it. You know what I mean? That's, that's fine. Right. Yeah, but do you drink the blood? No, that's Then you, you are not a vampire, so... Oh, damn it. You're just running the mill. Yeah. You're a cow head fucker. Yeah. It's different. No. Oh, right. <laughs> uh, so last night I'm deep into research, and I know this oh, is has that happened it for to this me. Medical thing? Hmm? That that's it for the medical. Oh thing? yeah, well it comes from Renfield, of course, the famous character from uh, Dracula. from Dracula, ah, okay. who eats spi- uh, spiders and flies in order to gain their life force. Okay. He thinks he's a vampire. He sucks up to Dracula. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. He's just yeah. a kiss ass. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah he's yeah. like the split cider for uh, Dracula. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 There's been a lot of news about this Jason Collins' this NBA basketball player coming out of this gay, but the vampire has been openly gay for a very long time. Well, I mean, yeah. openly I don't flashy. Think... They're more like David Fla- Bowie. They're pansexual. Yeah. Pansexual. But like I'm just me. Saying, in fact, it oh. was... Where's the LGBT community coming out in love of the vampire? I mean, it was said that Marcus Wesson was abused as a young boy and that one childhood friend said that his father once paid him $50 to suck his cock. Well, that's oh, just right. commerce. That's, that's Making American jobs, things. you yeah. know, like these are people like they need it's to be American. in the workforce. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, I mean, there was the seventies. There was a recession going on. Yeah, you got gas times. prices. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Rush is huge. Getting blood all over your bell bottoms. <laughs> it's a rough time to be alive. <laughs> um, so last night I was. I just wanted to tell a quick story. I was. I was walking down the street. I had been researching serial killers for hours. I'm going to say I had been smoking uh, uh, weed. You were uh-huh. smoking a lot of weed. So you're going to say it because in you terms were. for the story. Right. Okay. I had been smoking weed for hours. Oh, I was now walking you're protecting down, yourself. No. Like your Senate run in 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> I was walking down the street. The dude was walking in front of me. He stopped dead in his tracks. Mm-hmm. Scary looking guy. Yeah. No, you know, normal guy. Guy. I look at him, he stops. As I walk past, 
he like backs up, right? Uh-oh. And like trails me as I'm walking past him. I watch him reach into his jacket pocket mm-hmm. and I turn around and go like, what are you doing? Like, what him? And he, oh, oh, he freaked out and he was taking out an inhaler yeah. out of his jacket and he <laughs> dropped it on the street. almost killed him. Oh. You almost just what? killed him because you're good. a paranoid psychopath. No one's going to fucking get me. No one is. Richard Temple the Chase is not going to get me. No. All he, right. He's in prison. So or dead. He's, he's dead. He's dead. They put yeah. him to death. Uh, so first I'm going to talk yeah. about Andre Chikatilo. Chikatilo. So Andre Chikatilo, I'm going to do this because to start with, he's definitely the most famous of the... Um, Chikatilo family. Chikatilo. No uh, he's Russian. Uh, he is a monster. Okay. He was a guy that uh, he w- he was active from 1978 to 1990. Mm-hmm. He uh, was called you know the vampire of Dusseldorf and mm-hmm. stuff like that. You know he was <laughs> yeah. the roster killer. Like he yeah. he's the butcher of roster Germany. Uh, he was a guy who killed 53 young girls in a 12 year span in Dusseldorf. In Dusseldorf. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, yeah, the land of big cops. I know it. Love it in be, Germany. That's all. I'll remember it from now on. It's just like it's it's big tits and lots of beer. Yeah. It must be tough being a vampire in Dusseldorf, though, because all the girls they don't have blood. They just or they're filled with chocolate. Mm. You know, they're just filled with God. lovely. Oh, oh yeah, you're sending me into a fucking fever dream. Yeah, bro. Boy, be very good just, for you, you spent this entire episode hard. Yeah, yeah. I spent all night hard. Hard as the Dickens. Yeah, yeah, I um. So Andre Ticatillo, uh, a horrible madman. He was at the age of 11, basically. Okay. He, the, the, what I'm finding with a lot of the cheese guys that I research is that they could not achieve erection when with women. Okay. And so that fact would drive them nuts. And so this guy, when he was like 13, it got so he realized that he could not get hard. And so he got more and more frustrated. And so the, the sort of like turning point for him was that he was in 17. He grabbed an 11-year-old girl, forced her to the ground. And as he was struggling with her, he came all over him. That's the and ticket? So, and He's just like, ah, oh, <laughs> I got a golden ticket. Intriguing. This whole time I was trying Willy to figure Bonkers out the Willy Bonkers Chocolate Factory. That's so they- good. <laughs> Willy Bonkers Chocolate yeah. Factory? Yeah. <laughs> That's where you go fuck all the chocolate. So that he discovered, great. so he became, um. so naturally he went to college to be a teacher okay. uh, in public school. He was a teacher for public school for 10 years until they stopped him because apparently, you know, people had been complaining for literally the entire time that he was a teacher, that he was molesting kids. Sure. And how old and so, of, how old was he teaching there? How old were the kids? They were elementary school. Elementary, they were young, ki- young, 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 young kids. Perfect. And so then he uh, he got fired uh, eventually. Russia takes time. Once the, once the things start warring, once the gears start warring, then things start happening for them. Right, so it's right. a lot of bureaucracy. Yes. Sure. I mean, did so, you read Kafka? No. Every day. Every day, man. Does it come in one of those, like, what was it, bubble yum? Uh, like, yeah, yeah. I just, yeah. every book I read slowly comes to me through Laffy Taffy reference. So, I love punny books and different um, sort of funny sayings. So, Andre, I'm just going to call. go ahead and call him my friend Andre. Yeah. Uh, he was always doing that. You know, like the movie Dinner with Andre. Yeah. yeah. You know, but it was always just like a 12-year-old girl and he was chewing her tits off. Okay. Both groundbreaking. You know? really? Both yeah. of them. Yeah. So, the movie, the killer. So, he started. Started killing. Uh, he started killing young boys and prostitutes and young girls uh, in 1978. Like once he had become a supply clerk, and what he would do is he would take a train. He'd go out of town. He would f- find like a small little place outside of Roster. He would normally he said that he would. I mean, with prostitutes and homeless women, sure. he would give them money and or like promise them a job or or something. And with like little kids, it's always like. I mean, you I don't know, know if you need to promise a prostitute a job. She's already at work. Well, I mean, he would do a better job. I guess so. It's standard Bundy. Like yeah, thing yeah, yeah. where he'd like lie to them and be like, "I'll I'll take you out of this life. I'll do all this stuff." So they're all happy and shit. Yeah. So he can pretend like he's on a date for a second, or that he right. has a little girl or a little boy. 
My sister is the best gift giver I've ever met of any person. It's Jackie Zabrowski. She shops all year thinking about her family and friends and puts little things aside for their birthdays and Christmases. I have no idea how she does it. I don't know how she do it. But guess what? She always wins Mother's Day, but not this year. I'm coming back. Ready to win Mother's Day and cement your reputation as the best gift giver in the family? I'm taking the crown. All right, give the moms in your life an Aura digital picture frame preloaded with decades of family photos. I mean this. We have the Aura frame up in my home. We absolutely love it. I can put photos on it very, very easily through the app. It's fun to do. And the memories keep cycling and I get emotional. And we filled it with pictures of Carmi and Wendy. And that is not sad. That is celebratory. So you should try it. It's honestly a really good product. Right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. Use code LEFT at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding work-life balance can be tough, but Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. With the new guided design system, Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website optimized for every device. Get your website discovered fast with integrated, optimized SEO tools. Plus, make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. And that helps you save time. I know I'm sitting on about two literal wheelbarrows filled with horse pics. Now, part of the issue has been is a lot of these pictures are getting stopped at customs because some of them do depict various world leaders in horse-like circumstances that seems to be pinging a lot of these custom agents accounts. Now, so what I've done to do is like, so while I'm trying to work on hand smuggling these horse pics over various country borders, I then also have time because Squarespace is doing all the other ad work for me to go and work on my killdozer at home. So thank you, Squarespace, for allowing me to diversify in the best way possible for this country. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial when you're ready to launch. Go to squarespace.com slash left to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. No matter what kind of work you do, how you communicate is key. All those emails, reports, and presentations are equally important to the collaboration needed to get things done. Grammarly can help. Grammarly is your AI writing partner to help you communicate more effectively and efficiently so you can make a bigger impact at work. And isn't that what matters most? Better writing means a stronger impact. Grammarly works across 500,000 apps and websites. You can't escape it. Like the ever-pervasing octopus of malice that is the NSA. Grammarly is watching your every move, making sure that you're doing it right. Data privacy and security are woven into the foundation of Grammarly, into the very essence of its nature. Grammarly is a secure AI writing partner, and it helps your team make their point and move faster, because that's the key there. Work smarter, not harder. That's Grammarly. You know how many times it saves me from writing a long, rambling, one-sentence email at 4 o'clock in the morning to my beloved employees makes me sound like someone who doesn't just have a BA in theater. 
right? I was taught how to be a tree. I was not taught how to survive as an adult. All right. My job was to cry in front of a weird Southern man who just told me all sorts of weird stuff about my body. I didn't learn how to write. So thank you, Grammarly, because you're making me the boss I gotta be to motivate my team to get out there. And, oh, man, you don't want to mess with them. Thanks, Grammarly. Make a bigger impact at work with Grammarly. Sign up and download for free. Grammarly.com slash podcast. That's G-R-A-M-M-A-R-L-Y dot com slash podcast. Easier said, done. This episode is brought to you by Philo. Do you love TV? Yeah, we do. Do you love saving money? Oh my God, you bet. Then Philo may be your solution. Philo has shows, movies, and live TV for just $25 a month. You can even try it for free with their seven-day free trial. That's amazing. No contracts, no commitments, no hassles. It's just a better way to watch TV. Get with it, people. Philo has an unlimited DVR for one year. Save all your favorite shows so you can watch on your own schedule. Philo allows for multiple profiles and multiple streams, meaning that your children or significant other can't ruin your queue. Never miss a minute of shows like, oh, RuPaul's Drag Race. You're going to watch it. You're going to love it. You're going to get involved with it. And it's an extravaganza. You're going to love it. With Philo, you can start watching in seconds for less money and less hassle. Try it yourself with your seven-day free trial. Sign up today at philo.tv slash left. That's P-H-I-L-O dot TV slash L-E-F-T to get 50% off your first month. And then he'd take him out to a woods. Eventually, he bought his own little house out in this one section of woods. Mm -hmm. He'd take him out there. He'd try to rape them. Like, he was setting himself up. He'd try to rape them. He couldn't get a hard on, so he'd bugger out, and um, he'd cut them open. Like, he'd stab yeah. them a bunch and, then and he cut could them get open. Hard. And the big thing with him is that he'd, he'd drink, he'd come all in their insides. Like, he'd sure. stick their dick in, like, their organs and come up on their organs. And then, like, he would, like, play with their organs. And, like, the big thing is he would drink the blood, and he said just because it's the only thing that made him hard. And so it's like he became to become a vampire because that's what he did. Mm-hmm. Um, and the one interesting like factoid about his murders is that he used to pluck the eyes out of his victims because there was an old Russian like folklore that uh, murder victims that the last thing that they see they, uh, they, the true, vision though. is burnt on the on their eyes. Yeah. So he'd pop out the eyes. That also, makes just makes a creepier looking corpse. Oh, it does. I mean, it's yeah. a real little house in the crazy situation here. I think uh, what a bizarre um, well, revelation go- when you find out that you can only come to the insides of people's bodies. I mean, how do I tough. feel when I'm only happy when I'm eating fried chicken? It's weird. <laughs> That's really hard walking around. It'd be nice if you liked broccoli. Why am you just I don't sad? Like it. Why am I sad, man? I don't know, dude. Oh, it's sweet dripping oil. Now I'm happy. Um, so he used to go and he, so he did this 53 times. 53. Uh, he, for over 12 years, he w- would change up where he was going. It was always the same thing. It was so like not always viciously in murder. Not always in Dusseldorf. And then he would like, he'd rip their breasts off with their teeth. He would like, he'd go, whenever he had a little boy, he'd cut his dick and balls off and th- suck on it and throw it in the woods. He'd like, find them all chewed up and stuff. Like and a crawfish? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Like, you do all this like weird shit. Suck the heads. Suck the heads. Yeah. <laughs> so he uh, he did all of this, uh, and for years and years, finally they were like, you know, we have to figure out how to trap this guy. They they arrested two people. They, they arrested I don't think two that people. they cared enough. 
They, they all of the police work is ridiculous. They said they arrested two people in terms for different separate versions of the crime, like different, like like one of the murders and stuff. They executed one guy for the murder of another girl Whoa. that he did that he confessed to later on. And so finally, the way they caught him is they, they had this thing called the snare. Rush is great. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Rush and is you know, really great. And you know what? It's good to know that it's not just America that has hot dog squads running around. No, hot dog <laughs> and so, You know, Rush has got him too. I watched yeah, that Sauerkraut squads, yeah. 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 <laughs> I survived BTK, and they had they interviewed a member of the hot dog squad. And you you know why they never caught BTK? He's retarded. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he's he said, just like, well, you know, I was just... I, I saw him at the corner of my eye, and he was running down the street, and I just, there was a shoe sale. I was a stock, bought some shoes, and by the time I got my new shoes, he was gone, and I didn't want to run him um, anyway. But no, he literally said, before he met BTK, they were talking to him, and he's like, I can't judge a man I never met. I can't judge him. They're like, so what? You think he's Fuck like, you. he's like, I just never met him. Can't right. judge me. He's like, he is a murderer. He just raped and murdered an entire family. It's just a cop with no motivation. I mean, you can just judge him a little bit. Yeah, just you a go, of course. Judgment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, because you want a hard-boiled, you want a hard-boiled cop that's smoking a cigarette and just saying like, "We're gonna bring this animal to justice." Yeah, this guy was not like that. Yeah, no, it's he's not like, that. well, you know, everybody's got a hat on. <laughs> what? Just join the force for the donuts. <laughs> what did you We've say? all got our own oh, hat. No. We've all got uh, our own hats to wear. So, all right, let me just quickly. Yeah. So the snare, the way, the way they got him is that they they would to all the major. They were like, "Well, he's killing people along train lines." Okay. So they put up in all the all of these different major places. They put up uh, these uh, really highly decorated cops, like in full like like yeah. fancy uniforms uh, at all the train stations except for two. And then they started waiting for him. Then he they saw him. They saw this guy that matched the descriptions everyone was talking about. He walked into the forest. He came out, and they said he came out, and he was bleeding, and the cop stopped him, took his papers, and he's like, well, on your way, and they let him go, you know, and then they found, the next day, they found three bodies in the woods where they just, where he was, where he just I mean, was, they, they just let him go, he, the, he had done it to a 17-year-old boy, he it was his last person he murdered, and he, the, the, in the struggle, the little boy bit the, his whole fingernail off, the whole front side of his finger, just like literally ripped it yeah. off with his teeth. And so in the trial, so now finally they hey, get uh, him to confess, and the whole thing happens. Hey, lieutenant, do you think do you think that that was him? Like, do you think that was the serial killer? Did we just like let what? <laughs> I feel like he was just like covered uh, in there's blood. a shoe sale. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, so there okay. is shoe line. I will get in line for shoe. I will get in line for shoe. I heard they have wood shoe. Now. <laughs> it just seems like a bizarre Chris Farley moment in a comedy where oh, the yeah. train's like oh, departing. No. The- oh no! <laughs> so he goes when he's in prison. So like, the, like that big thing with him is that they had to put him in an iron cage. Okay. when they put him in court, and it was him just like singing and screaming. And it's like, I'm a vampire, I'm a vampire, like smashes his head against the thing. And That's wow. fun. They put him to death. Yeah. <laughs> they did put him. But you don't get that fun show uh, in American prisons. You know, we never bring somebody out in a cage, treat him like a Hannibal Lecter type you got uh, character to. in real no, life. No, no, we have to be all, you know. We have to be nice. I mean, the most... It's all about optics here. I mean, the most we've got... And he's a Russian as well. The most that we've had is, uh, you know, Maxim Gelman that uh, went on that killing spree here in New York. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just, I mean, he told the judge to suck his Russian dick. But, I mean, but if you want to talk about a courtroom performance, Richard Ramirez, I mean, that's a man who really used his time wisely. Manson did that really well, too. Symphonies, I like that. So a great interview with uh, Ramirez yesterday, and also saw a fun interview with Ed Kemper. I really like the Kemp. This is what I was saying. Big Kemp. He's like you. Nice guy. Everybody's got mommy issues. 
Holy oh, yeah. Lord. Feminism is what caused the death of all those girls. Uh, Kemper's mother, raging feminist. Oh, and okay, well, I can't That's get what on. he said. No. He Real hot-button issue yeah. on he here. Jezebel's going to be all over this podcast. <laughs> yeah, babble. You know, all of the blogs that everybody loves so well, much. I got a vampire that has some that had some grandmommy issues. Yeah. And he only he had a, a kill count of one, but he is worth mentioning. His name was... James P. Riva. Oh, he was okay. a guy that was Riva! in. He, he was you know, in Massachusetts. Fun. He is fun. And unlike a lot of these other guys, he was not motivated by sex whatsoever. He was just a paranoid schizophrenic. Ah. And in April of 1980, he painted four bullets gold. So he had four golden bullets. That's cool. And shot his handicapped grandmother twice as she shat, sat in her wheelchair. Scarface. And then she drank. She been shitting in her wheelchair yeah. as well. So I think you could say shat in her wheelchair. <laughs> and then he drank the warm blood gushing from the wounds before trying to cover her tracks by burning her body and her home. Is and it he wrong that I felt more disgusted that she's all old? Old yeah. blood? Well, that's what he said. He said he was a 700-year-old vampire and that he had gained no sustenance from her whatsoever because she was too old and dried up. Yeah. And he believed from a young age that his grandmother was a vampire predator who was robbing him of blood as he slept. And he believed that his only hope was in shooting her with the golden bullets. And the yeah. man, I mean, he was completely fucked up throughout his entire life. But he just and painted them gold. I mean, they're, he just, they're not real gold. No, he painted. He just painted them gold. So I mean, you can't, he can't just like paint something in silver and then pretend like that would kill a vampire yeah. or gold. I mean, a guy like that isn't going to have a, a high-paying job that would facilitate yeah. golden yeah, bullets. Yeah, getting the gold bullets because I think that that's like that's the only thing that drug dealers have. You've got to meet a leprechaun number yes. one, <laughs> befriend it number two, and then you have to get steal your hands on some gold. Yeah, yeah. like first of all. He right. believed he was satisfying his masters and superiors in the netherworld by making a human kill. He thought that if he killed, quote... Like my boss Satan on your pretty face to go to hell. Thursdays at midnight and adult swim. Adult yeah, swim. very nice. <laughs> he thought that if he killed, quote... Everybody who was bad to him, he would come back as a handsome man and have a car and girls and life would be fine. That's just what his grandmother told him his entire life. That's amazing. That's like what I say to myself about my comedy career. Mm-hmm. It's like, that's all I want. You know, it's just like, one day I'll have, you know, a fancy car. And- oh, oh. I'm going to come back as a real boy and girls are going <laughs> to like me. I'll have different friends. Maybe they're attractive, uh-huh. successful. Do you want to talk about um, Mr... Oh, one more interesting fact about James Riva, converted to uh, to Islam in prison. Oh, yo, yo, hey, that's disgusting. And he also believed that afterwards the vampires would, quote, throw a party for him. <laughs> oh, oh tell me, though, I'd love to go to a vampire party. Just oh, being like, my God. What's it all about? The juice? Oh. <laughs> it's just Dracula playing the Transylvania Twist. <laughs> They did the monster mass. No, it was just kind of weird. Turns out they're all just a bunch of nerds. I really thought it was going to be a cool party. And the thing is, this guy is completely sane now in prison. uh, They got him on medications. He's repentant. He knows knows exactly what he did. He killed his grandmother who was going to die in seven months anyway. I mean, he's not that bad. At the same time, it's the the thought process that went into it. It is. It is. You know, it's different if she was just like, Make your bed, James! Make mm. it big! Like, if she was, like, screaming every day, and then you just well, want to like, and one day you just, like, fucking wrap a plastic bag around her head and just, like, ah, I'm oh. trying to die, Grandma, die, Grandma! Yeah. Okay. 
Yeah. All right. That's, yeah, and, everything's they, okay, Henry. And they took him off medication once, uh, and then he attacked a guard because he thought he was sneaking into a cell at night and draining his spinal fluid. Yeah. Probably, he was denied what parole. What if he's right? What if he's right? <laughs> we don't know this. What if all of this is true? It's so possible. No, They're I, just sitting at the party with him. It's like, where's James, Dracula? I don't know. Let's start. <laughs> uh, no, we don't have to talk about my, my guy was just, uh, check him out, uh, Arthur Shawcross from Rochester, New York. He killed a bunch of prostitutes. The one story that I like the most about him is there's a bunch of undercover cops working the prostitute beat. He dressed exactly like all of them, and then the undercover cops, thinking that he was an undercover cop, would just come and tell him all the information. That's amazing. And then he would just be like, <laughs> but they didn't know they were talking to the killer. <laughs> and he just like blinks, and he's just a really weird dude, major mommy issues with him as well. But Ch- Arthur Shawcross, there's some, um, he's, a, he's a, good, a good prostitute killer, but relatively run-of-the-mill when it comes to victims. Yeah. I also just want to do, like, let me just quickly go over. This guy is one of the most disgusting serial killers I've ever heard of in my life. This was the guy I was researching right before I attacked the man on the street last night. Uh-huh. Um, the asthmatic was, man on the street. The man who could have had a gun. Mm-hmm. Never mm-hmm. fucking gonna get me. No. Richard Templeton Chase. Richard, Richard Templeton Chase Templeton was uh, Chase. was operating during the, over only a couple of weeks in the uh, late 1970s. And a couple of weeks, that's it. That's it. It was very quick. Oh my. He was a guy, um... It was a month. Yes. He was yeah. very, very nuts. This guy was fucking guy cuckoo for fucking killer. Cocoa Puffs. This guy was... So, like, a lot of the stories, you know, he just grew up strange. It was very weird. Didn't really have any friends. With Victim Indiana of abuse girl. by his, at the hands of his mother. Yeah, but, like, but that, they were always saying... Well, I was watching a couple of docs on him, and they were both saying that, you know, it's, like, not nothing above standard for the time. He was born in 1950. People okay. were beating their kids all the time. Oh, yeah. Beat their uh, kids. Okay, yeah. Yeah. So, it's, like, he was, like, all right... He was like a normal kid, except for like he'd start, you know, murdering cats like real sure, bad. You know, standard. like he'd murder the cats and stuff. And uh, uh, the big thing he discovered again is that he could not get an erection, <laughs> and it fueled his rage. Not even killing the cats. That's what eventually. That's what started triggering it later oh, okay. on when he started drinking their blood. And literally, it's just more of a case of neglect. Where the first case was. Mom comes home, like, literally, standard Irish Catholic house, where it's just, like, no one says anything about what's going on. The front door's in the back, and the back door's in the front. (laughs) Everything is upside down. You poop in the sink? Yes. Okay. And so he's a, but he went through the same so same thing with James Riva. He went through a weird sort of psychotic breakdown where he started believing his stomach was upside down. That he thought that like he he thought that his nerve system was going nuts was and blood was draining out of him. He he was just lo- he's just losing his mind. He was yeah. like so he held ha- he held oranges to his head because he believed the vitamin C was absorbed to his brain through diffusion. So oh, you I know could- he's just doing he's just he's having fun. <laughs> Essentially, he's like a Jonathan Winters. Yeah, I was gonna say Jonathan <laughs> you know? Winters. I was honestly going to, or uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Yes. It sounds like a Philip yes. Seymour Hoffman. Similar role. to me. Yeah. Yes. In many respects. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so the first sign of neglect was they came home. Uh, his mom came home one day and they found, you know, little Richard's up in his room. So where's Richard? Where's the he oranges? He goes up to his room and he's, uh, he's in there. Uh, and he's just sucking on a cat's guts. He's got, he's okay. covered in blood. He's totally naked. He's sucking on a cat's guts. She's like, opens the door. Closes the door. Just you know, Real just even slow, just lets yeah. it, just ignores it. Doesn't nah. doesn't say anything. Next thing that happens is that he goes missing for a day. Mm-hmm. Cops are just kind of driving around. They see an abandoned pickup truck out in the middle of an Indian reservation, out in the, like the thing. And they see oh it's my. like it's stuck in the it's stuck in the mud. Mm-hmm. They go up to it. The whole truck's covered in blood, and the back of it is a bucket. And in a bucket's a liver, and they're like, "Oh fuck, what mm-hmm. the what's happening?" They look out. There's a trail of blood out into the desert. Out on top of a mountain, like 100 yards away, yeah. is a naked man 
jumping up and down, <laughs> covered in blood. He's covered in blood, just going like, woo, 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 woo. And then he <laughs> books it. They yeah. finally get him. They arrest him. They're like, okay. They look at the liver. It's a cow's liver. Ah. And so they're like, well, we can't, we can't process him for any crime, so we're just going to let him go. Yeah. So they let him go. You okay. know, so he gets out, you know, and so he's back in the house. There's some red flags here, though, you yeah, might want to be aware so of. So the next thing he starts doing, he starts realizing is that, like, that's what was giving him sexual excitement was cutting up things. Mm-hmm. So see, people started reporting a mysterious man in their backyard watching them through their, their windows. Okay. Like a really tall, lanky guy with long beard and long hair is just, like, looking through their windows. Hey, it's Howard Stern! It's Howard <laughs> oh Stern at Baba Booey, Baba Booey! Oh, man! <laughs> yeah, he's doing shit! He's doing bits! He's doing bits! Um, he's doing bits. <laughs> so the, uh, the next thing that happens is that he gets uh, brought? He gets interrupted. He starts breaking into houses and looking through people's stuff. Okay. Finally, he gets uh, interrupted while he's in the middle of a. He's broken a person's house. They see him. They run out. He runs away. Yeah. And they go up to their baby's room and they find that he has pissed inside of all the baby's clothing drawers okay. and has taken a dump in the crib. Ah! <laughs> right? He's just, you know, at this point, you know, he's really just, this is top ten hits. I mean, yeah. He's either a vampire or a serial killer so or a legend of fraternity. Next thing that happens is, is that a, a dude randomly gets shot in the street. It's a guy, a drive-by shooting. It was Anything an old man in the car. It was him. He drove past. Oh, I see. That was shot. his the, first victim. That was his okay. first victim. Well, you find out basically, this is a, he's very different from a lot of all of these other guys because he shoots his victims. That's okay. how he kills them. Sure. And so he did that. The next day, uh, did he drain this man's of... blood, or he just drove? No, off? he just shot him okay. in the head. And they're like, okay, you should get some random thrill kill. Next I don't day, know. I never understand the point of the drive-by. It's just to shoot people. Yeah. Don't you want to be around it's the warfare? It's street warfare. Yeah. It's urban Shakespeare. I just feel like you don't get anything That's out of it. it you don't see them <laughs> die. You know, your image is the last thing they see. It's not what it's about. It's not about that. All right. Well, so. Uh, so the next day, uh, I forget the name of his for his second victim, Veronica, uh, uh, Teresa. Teresa was a uh, Teresa she, Wallen. She All was right. a pregnant woman who had come into her house and found Doubles. that he had broken her house. Um, he shot her in the head, and then he proceeded to when they come to show up and they said that it was like literally all these guys like police officers coming in and being like, "I walked in and I threw up." When I saw what happened, mm-hmm. whole kitchen covered in blood. He had carved open her stomach and p- took out the fetus. Had obviously been playing with the fetus like he's a dog. Went through all her intestines and all her livers and it, like like went through all her organs. Pulled him out. They were all splayed all over the kitchen. Sure. There was a bunch of stuff missing, and they found all these cups that he had taken from the cupboard that had been had blood residue because he'd obviously been playing beer it. pong. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, blood yeah, pong with their stuff. Um, Do eyes bounce? Blood. Uh, yeah, you can bounce an eye. So yeah, that's the first sure. one. And so they were like, you know, this is bad. You know? He's a couple like a of days of later. Tra- so the drive-by and now this? This this thing. Well, because wow. he's just getting, it's, it's ramping up and ramping up. And, yeah. the, and his major crime was. Well, the fetus day, wasn't the major crime? No. Whoa. The major crime was, he, they, they find, a, it was like only a couple of days later. Look, we need to clamp down on this guy. He's broken into a house. I forget the name of the family. Uh, the he entered the home of 38-year-old Evelyn Miroth and oh. encountered her friend Danny Meredith. Yes, he shot Danny in the head. All right, right, and shot her in the head, and then all, apparently also she had a five-year-old five-year-old kid. Okay, that she shot and he shot in the head, uh, and cut it up, and then he cut up Evelyn, play mm. with her guts. Oh, don't forget like. the 22-year-month-old uh, nephew. Yes, so he well, shot him all in the head. The twenty-two, the twenty-two month is what happened. Is that like basically when they discovered this crime, it was just blood 
all over the house. And he had filled an entire bathtub with blood that okay. he had drained up into the bathtub. The bathtub was filled in the brim with blood. He had been playing with it. It's all over the place. Do you think um, at one point he ducked his head underneath the blood and then came out and he spit a little blood out of his oh, mouth? Oh, I'm sure. I'm like, sure he's got a rubber ducky. Yeah, he's got yeah, a big, yeah. like, you know, like a thing, a cap on. And he's washing his back like, is it a fucking Looney Tune cartoon? His little hair down. He's really crazy. He's going like, hey. Well, listen this. Isn't this a bit of an adventure? <laughs> like saying stuff like that to himself wild. in the mirror, you know? Yeah. This is wild stuff. This is wild stuff. Uh, so basically they realized it was like, well, she also had a 22-month-old baby. Um, the baby was missing. Okay. And so through various – the guy did no attempt to cover up his tracks. People saw him do a bunch of – like people saw him all over the place. Uh, and so they found him at his apartment. When he opened up the door, he, of course, you know, sprinted. Uh, they finally got him. He had gone on him. They were trying to get him, and they walked into his house. His apartment was literally covered from floor to ceiling in blood, all over the walls, all over his couch, like all yeah. over the thing. There was a blender filled with organs. There was all this stuff. They didn't find the 22-month-year-old until Did a month after his arrest. No, it wasn't in there. They found it headless in a garbage can next to a church, drained of blood. Okay. So that was his blood ammo. Chupacabra. So it's like. So wait, so, they didn't take out the trash at the church for a month? Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, these fucking priests. Yeah. <laughs> uh, priests yeah, love to it. see it. They went out there, they were probably beating off on it, just thanking their fucking pitiful God oh, that they did it for them. Oh, 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 oh mm-hmm. Ipagora. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's not bad. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the story of Richard Templeton Chase, the vampire of Sacramento. Yeah. Sacramento. That's amazing, man. Yeah, dude. Yeah, that creeped me out. Boy, I'm it telling definitely you, definitely needs just... a little bit more street cred. No one knows about this. Uh, oh, he's a real wackadoo. Character. He is a wackadoo. They put him to death. Oh, naturally. Uh-huh. How was his courtroom situation? Did they bring he him in was a cage? Very, he or? was fairly quiet. He was basically just being like, guys, um, so I thinking. lost control of my emotions. Mm-hmm. One month, you know. Hey, you're gonna you're gonna hold it against me my entire life. I had a bad month. You never had a bad month. Couldn't pay bills on time. Maybe your car insurance is is, is lapsing. I just wanted to take a bubble bath with a toddler's blood. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. And he also thought that Nazis and UFOs were after him, and that's why he killed to keep the Nazis and the UFOs away. I, I mean, he say. was he had a lot of excuses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean. He's being a real Robin Williams. Yeah. And again, what and, if he's right? And a guy know? came, this guy Robert Ressler, he had a series of interviews with him. Uh, he was a journalist, came yeah. and uh, talked to uh, Chase. And at one point, Chase just reached into his pockets, pulled out a bunch of macaroni and cheese, <laughs> and then handed it to him. <laughs> and he said, this is the macaroni and cheese that the Nazis are trying to kill me with. So why don't you take that? You and he didn't, he didn't get put to death. He committed suicide. Really? Yeah, he had been in saving prison. up. He had been saving up all these antidepressants that they were giving him in prison. Took him all at once. Overdosed. You know what? That makes me feel fine. That's fine. Yeah. I mean, he needed to go. Yeah. He didn't you know? die from the and, mac and, and the, all the other prisoners are terrified of him. Of like, course. Like oh yeah. <laughs> oh, when you're the vampire of Sacramento. So what are you in here for? Like Jungle Book, playing with the toilet water. Oh look, it's raining. Everybody throwing the toilet water up. Like woo. Oh, you're. I'm a Lovely bride. He's got a like a thing made out of toilet paper, a whole dress and veil out of toilet paper. Like, who's gonna marry this lucky lady? <laughs> Hootie boo! Oh, drop the soap again. Oh, oh. oh, you're in the bloods. Oh, that reminds me of what I used to drink. <laughs> Give me your blood. Let me get some of your blood. 
guys fucking notice that white dude's Are crazy? you going to eat that Salisbury steak? Mm, yes. <laughs> I simply adore it. That sounds pretty great. Um, all right. Well, I feel like we've covered a lot. We could do another whole episode on serial killers. I mean, I've got uh, quite a few others. I mean, they're not even really serial killers. I've got, we could do a whole episode called Dumb Shit Kids Think They're Vampires. Yeah, of course. Because I found a lot of oh, those. I mean, just vampires in general. I was finding a bunch of stuff on psychic vampires. I was wa- listening oh, yeah. to this coast to coast with this woman great. who says she's a psychic vampire. And she's like, I have to be very careful to make sure not to drain energy from people without them being aware of it. And she's I think like, we've, we've talked about You just sound annoying. Yeah, you're oh, just yeah. annoying. Yeah. Yeah. No. I love them. No, I got some. Ca- I got this one kid who got obsessed with the movie Queen of the Dam. Not even the book. Is that the, the movie? Aaliyah movie? That's the Aaliyah movie. He yeah. was obsessed with the he Aaliyah was, movie. He was watching it three, four times a day and just couldn't get. And he was a Scottish kid too, which is weird. You don't think a Scottish, Scottish people they they have weird tastes? Yeah. I guess so. And then there was this uh, this German couple. What did uh, he do after he watched the Aaliyah movie over and over? Uh, he, he killed, killed he killed the friend who first gave him the Aaliyah movie. Man, what? never give people stuff. Yeah. Come on. That's yeah, that's what they say. You don't you don't lend stuff, you give it. That's right. <laughs> that's right. I've heard that. Um, all right, everybody. We will talk to you soon. Uh, hail Satan. Hail Satan. Hail Gene. Hail me. Ah, all right. And hail yourselves. Ah, and, uh, I want to drink your milkshake. Yeah, that's that's a fact. <laughs> oh, and hey, guys. Magoostalations. Magoostalations. Check nice. out your pretty faces going to hell Thursdays at midnight and adult swim. Also, uh, we have. will this be out this week? I, I'm not sure. Oh, okay. Well, then I won't plug the roast of Henry Zabrowski, which is going to be on Sunday. So if it is yeah. out, then... And none of you live in New York anyway. Some of them do. I Come guess on out. three of them. Yeah, why not? Yeah. Um, all right, hail yourselves. Hail Satan. We'll talk to you soon. Goodbye. Hey, don't get murdered by a vampire. Try not to. And if you are a vampire, tell us your story and why you love blood so much. Yeah, cavecompanyradio.gmail.com. We have to have a vampire listener, right? Have to. All right. Blah. Fluffy bread, fresh tortillas, classic burger buns, and so many carbs. Carb fear is real, but Hero Bread makes healthier versions of the carb-heavy favorites we love the most. We're talking fewer calories, 0 to 2 grams net carbs, 0 grams of sugar, and seriously great taste. Plus more of the dietary fiber and protein you want. No compromise. Don't skip out on your favorites. Just use Hero Bread. Get 10% off your order at Hero.co with code Hero10 at checkout. That's Hero10 at H-E-R-O dot C-O.